Hi, Black Hollywood Live fans. Today we're talking Aaron Hernandez, Floyd Mayweather. Why is that name so hard for me? Money Flo Man. Yeah. Money Man. That's what we're talking. Money Man and his abortion Facebook posts. Yeah, talking about that and more on Justice is Served. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives. Justice is Served. Oh, yeah. Any excuse to use, I'm going to knock you out. Welcome to Justice is Served on this fabulous Wednesday, March 29th. I had to, like, look at the wall because I couldn't really believe I was saying March 29th. Already? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Holy smokes. We're three months into this Q1 awful presidency. No. <laughs> it's very funny the way we all We're tell time. Yeah. The quarter, how long the presidency has the president? Yeah. yeah. All right, and... Only 15 more <laughs> chapters. And a great day for justice, I think. We've got some really great stories, cases mm -hmm. that we're talking about here on Justice is Served. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the legal show where we talk about legal cases and the news. We're a panel of attorneys, and we're having just a casual combo. So not like too nerdy legal yeah. of a convo. Like, this is the kind of conversation that I hope people would want to, like, eavesdrop into. Yeah. It's like four lawyers talking about what's in the legal news. And we're the fun, nice attorneys, not the bad ones you hear about. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And we are, myself is Chelsea Galicia, ne next to me, what is she, live tweeting? <laughs> I was. Live tweeting is I was Dominique. Twitter. Price. I just want you to know oh I wasn't God. texting. That's it, like you gotta real be life careful because your credit card is on the back of this. If you yeah. turn it up to the camera, somebody's gonna go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You don't and then do our that. next story okay, that we have to this? cover is it's about you. high resolution cameras in here. Yeah. TV host gets her credit card <laughs> cleared while on air. Uh, we also have Yemi Abayami and Shaka Smith. Yeah. Welcome, panel. Alrighty. Well, panel, co-host. Now it's just your address. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great. I just feel like I'm not winning right now. <laughs> you just what? She switched it, switched it for the, not the license. Oh, <laughs> now the that's address is funny. <laughs> but that's not your current address. That's just Washington. Yeah. You don't live in Washington. Washington. We all live in L.A., which I guess, you know, paints the show a little bit with an L.A. flair. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, some of what we're dealing with, most of what we're dealing with, is just applicable across the country. This is not California or L.A.-based legal news. For example, the first story that we're going to cover deals with the First Amendment, a conversation that I cannot wait to have with Shaka because I quickly think it will go <laughs> into a heated, passionate debate. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yes. I've been preparing for this. Our first story is about Floyd Mayweather and his abortion social media to, uh, uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram posts. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to call them tweets, but he didn't tweet them. So <laughs> he, it, he, they actually were on Instagram. Ah, I, I, okay. So he tweets, the, the backstory on this is kind of funny. His ex-girlfriend is seen out with Nelly, the rapper, but mm. BT-dub. What the hell happened to him? <laughs> Miss Nelly. Miss no. Nelly. He needs to come back. Totally different conversation. <laughs> okay, anyway, his ex-girlfriend is out at a basketball game with Nelly. Floyd sees this and gets pissed at it and tells the ex-girlfriend to remove any pictures that she posted of she and Nelly at the basketball game. That's also, let's just clarify, that's also her word against his. Okay, yeah. this is true. So the allegation is that because she declined mm -hmm. to pull down these pictures, that he took out some revenge by by posting on 
Facebook and or Instagram. I'm not sure which one because I've read both. The real reason, let me get this correct. The real reason me and Chantal Christine Jackson at Miss Jackson broke up was because she got an abortion and I'm totally against killing babies. She killed our twin babies. Hashtag Chantel Jackson, hashtag Floyd Mayweather, hashtag the money team, hashtag TMT. Okay, great. Uh, so the question that sums it up. The, the question comes down to whether somebody has a First Amendment right to post about your abortion. And I mean, so far, and 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 much to my dismay. So far, a California, this is the California appeals court that's that's hearing it, is pretty much taking Floyd's side. Well, yeah, the First well, Amendment's it, pretty liberal, yeah. <laughs> freedom of speech. Right. I mean, it's, if it's facts and it's not a lie and... and and he's saying it about you know there's there's privacy concerns of course for like doctors mm. exposing people's health information but for an individual speaking facts about another but individual but we still do have yeah. claims for invasion of privacy we still have a claim called um, public disclosure of private facts so well see this is when yeah. i think you get into really murky waters because they're private facts that deal with him as well and so it's like, this is just as much my business that I'm putting out into the atmosphere as it is yours. And so don't I have, because she was actually bashing him. She said that the reason why they broke up was because he beat her. But there were no actual facts to the fact that he had actually like physically abused her. And so he was coming back and saying, that's actually not why we broke up. Here this is the, is real, the real reason. reason why we broke up. And so if you actually read the the court documents, like, it got really heated, like, them going back and forth. Um, and so a judge actually... Can't you just say, uh, the real reason is has nothing to do with me beating her because I did not beat her? But I think when, you have, when you're a public figure and you're a boxer, yeah. I think somebody... And he had... But let me pause and say this. Floyd has already had issues with putting his hands on his ex-wife. So the fact that she then tried to say More that he, it was yeah. extremely inflammatory. He lived, literally had just, I believe, gotten off of probation for domestic violence. And so I think he took it really serious into the fact that she would claim that that's the reason why they had broke up. I mean, now, because he has had a, a past in domestic violence, somebody reasonably could believe that that was, that was definitely the case. And freedom of speech doesn't, I mean, you're not required to be nice or kind right. or a gentleman or, you know. I think even in terms of the disclosure of, of private facts, I mean, as you mentioned, he's a public figure, potentially this lady, if she's out and about with Nellie, like she herself might That's be a what public the judge figure. Said. And that relaxes the standard in it's terms right. of how much privacy you're owed. Right. Exactly. I, I, because I don't know who this woman is, I assumed that she was a, like a private citizen, but no. the judge made it a point to say that she really puts her and private you guys, business and out she, there. And this she put is the interesting in part, issue. you guys. Yeah. In, the, in the court documents, they go even further to show proof that she had actually asked Floyd when they first started their relationship to help make her famous. So that was also proven as fact to the fact that she is a public figure. They she also was brought to raise in docu- right. They also brought in documentation of what yeah. her social media profile was prior to them getting together and after. And so he stated his lawyer stated um, in the court documents that you know dating someone of Floyd's status at the time he had just won his latest championship yeah. um, automatically puts you in the public figure yeah. um, and that she had no problem profiting from the publicity while they were together so she had put herself in that light yeah and again we have something in the court you know if you were to put someone some evidence of 
someone's bad character, they can, you know, put on evidence of good character. Right. It's, it's the same thing mm-hmm. kind of in general in the public forum. Once she spoke to an issue that he believed not to be true that was about him, he can then respond with what he believes is factually true. Exactly. And it's protected under freedom of speech. Exactly. Okay, so... But then it t- takes a turn, okay. which I oh, find man. to be extremely interesting. So the judge goes further in to say, while we will dismiss the defamation claim, while we will dismiss... Um, the fact that you tweeted about the abortion, what he actually gets caught up on is the fact that he tweeted the sonogram of the twins. Yeah. And that's what the judge said, Floyd, you've gone too far. So he was able to um, dismiss pretty much the majority of the claims except for that one. So to, whose claim uh, is, that? is that? Is that the baby's claim? That's, that is, was exactly my question. <laughs> but the judge decided that. Um, they said that he had also released some other medical information that went along with the sonogram. Um, however, I was just and, like, is he talking about like the little information that's on the side of a sonogram? And that's a, medical And the medical records. Right, right, right. Yeah. Medical so records are a little bit different than just yeah. speech. Yeah. yeah. However, this was my point, and I, I, I hope all of our audience understands this. It's one thing to put out there that she had an abortion. We've all, we can all understand how that is First Amendment protected. Um, however, it may have been one thing for him to have held on to the sonogram for proof if she would have said him saying that she had an abortion was a lie. Yeah. That would have been different. But the fact that he went ahead and put the records out there to prove his fact yeah. was taking it a little and bit too far. And those are like technically her medical right. records. Right. Well, so, I that's don't what know. He was trying to say. He was trying are, to say the only... He said the only... Is a sonogram a woman's yeah, medical record? That's comes, what I said. No, no it is, yes. though, because it comes from... I would want proof. Like, if you came to me and said, I'm pregnant with your baby. It's your body. Show me. No, but the medical record, because it comes from examining the woman. Yeah, the woman's examination. But it's also my child, so... But it's still her medical record. I only say that because I see people post post sonogram pictures like on Instagram all yeah. the time yeah. and I wouldn't think twice about a father posting a sonogram well, picture yeah. and thinking yeah. that and he's normally. violating the rights of his right. wife. Yeah, I mean, because he probably has that implied consent. You right. Know, but, right, But yeah. Well, just because they're not together all of a sudden it's... Well, because my thought next was this, it's still her medical record. But my thought was this. He, yeah. She gave it to him originally when they yeah. were still together before the abortion took place. So it was like if he gave... If she gave him the records what is that not is implied that I have now... Permission to do whatever I want with to this information. publicly disclose them. I think. I think. So it, I thought that I was very a interesting of their argument. In yeah. that would have been really interesting. Well, but this is this one comes <laughs> up against a little of the Hulk Hogan sex tape. Yes. Right. So in that one, Hulk Hogan won mm-hmm. the but, case against yeah. Gawker. He was secretly being videotaped. Right, and yeah. that's what the difference was. Yeah. Is that that he had. Um, a right to think that there was some element of, of privacy, privacy yeah. that should have been held. And so that's basically what the, the the judge in this particular case leaned on, was the fact that he should not have released the medical records. Yeah. That he should, and he says this, he should have kept them if there was an issue of it being fact, which he says Miss Jackson has not um, confirmed or denied, then that would have been something to rebu- rebuke the fact. Yeah. But he was like... Uh, just putting it out there was taking it to yeah. an extreme level. So, so I'm interested to see because it's now being kicked back down to the lower court right, what actually the damages are going to be. The trial judge mm-hmm. found in her favor mm-hmm. and this court of appeals. They appealed it. Yeah, yeah. Court of Appeals got it right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's interesting because I knew the you Court were of Appeals um, dismissed a lot of her claims in this one. So Yeah. All right. Okay, so you win some, you lose some. I guess you won me over pretty quickly. We didn't have that fiery debate I was anticipating. Because I really thought, this is messed up. But yeah. her high profileness, and, you know, I don't know, the fact that she dated him in part to get her yeah. name she said it. and her image out there. And then she used there. his weak mm-hmm. point that she knew was like a very, an issue to kind of 
you know, make, make it seem as if you were very like guilty okay, in a different well, way. I'm glad I listened to the whole story before I yeah. got really yeah. Yeah, <laughs> upset about that one. Uh, okay, shall we move on yeah. to uh, convicted murderer, former Patriot Aaron Hernandez is again facing murder trial, this time for double murder that occurred in July of 2012, where allegedly uh, Aaron Hernandez was at a club. These two guys uh, bumped into him. One of them spilled a drink on him. Aaron Hernandez is said to have felt disrespected. Somehow, later that evening or late that... Right, whatever. Because late, early next morning, because who knows what time. It was like 2 in the morning, maybe. He finds, like, he's driving next to them. I don't think he's driving the car, but yeah. he's in a, a passenger in a car that finds the guys that were one of them spilled the drink on him. They're Daniel D. Abro and Safiro Furtado. And the allegation is that Aaron Hernandez took, takes out a gun and shoots into the car, killing both men. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the reason why he's already a convicted killer is because he uh, was convicted of killing Odin Lloyd back in 2013. Yeah. Um, that was a, a case that we covered pretty intensely here on the show a couple of years ago. And uh, that one was a fascinating case. And so he's already serving life Why? in prison. Yeah, this is just... Yeah. So I thought it was really interesting when the defense attorney was arguing with the judge, sort of in open court, and it was actually saying, judge, like... If you want to take me into your office and rip me a new one, this is a quote, by all means do so, but not in front of this jury. And then he says, and not when this man's life is on the line. I'm like, this guy's got no life. He's basically Well, well no, done. because, you know, certainly if you, if you get rid of this case, then you can go back to the other case and really find fault or anything can happen. He's got life, so, you know, the lawyers can work on it. Innocence Project maybe can get involved <laughs> if, it's that, if it's required. I know. doubt the Innocence Project <laughs> would get involved. But, okay, fine, you're right. Um, but this... Uh, this trial is sort of been bumpy so far because attorneys have gotten sick and jurors have gotten sick, so there's been a lot of delay, and the judge and the attorneys have been sort of frustrated by how slow this process is going. And now things are getting really interesting. The prosecution's put on a couple of key witnesses, the people that were in the car with him, yeah. and somehow neither of these guys have much of a memory. Yeah. What I call true friendship, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's interesting that this has really come out of nowhere. Like he's been in jail for a while, so it's not like he was on the run. I'm trying to figure out what has been the the causal link to know that it was him in the first place. Like who came forward to say that it was him that actually shot the gun that night? Well, this was both of these I, occurred back in 2012. Yeah. yeah, I think they linked the gun to Hernandez. Forensically, yeah. yeah. Okay, and, uh, and and so both of these had already happened when he faced trial for right, right, the right. last yeah. one. So was that that link between the gun from that trial and then? Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I I guess I'm not I'm not even that upset. Like, okay, these friends can't remember. They're really afraid for their life. They think somebody is going to come after them. And what do they really have to lose? This guy's going to spend the rest of his life in jail yeah. anyway. And I think they did testify that they were drunk and high most of the time. Yeah. So, and, it's plausible and, that they really <laughs> don't remember. And quite frankly, you drive a car if, at least huh? somewhat in a straight line. I mean, these people were... Well, 
driving and, cars. And I would also say if this is a regular occurrence or semi-regular occurrence, it, it had Aaron Hernandez brandished guns before and shot at people before, they may not remember this particular incident. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, one of them says particularly, he doesn't remember, this is a very interesting window, from February 8th to February 13th. That was just a heavy party. He could have been on meth. We (laughs) don't know. But I mean, it's likely he's lying. (laughs) I mean, right. Let's be real. He's probably lying, and he just doesn't want to say. Maybe he has some access to Hernandez's money, and he feels like maybe that cash flow may stop. We don't know. Or maybe he legit was high out of his mind and does not remember this time period. And now he's sober. At the end of the day, it's his friend. What's in it for him to like? His friend is already locked up in jail. Does it serve him to? What what purpose does it serve to get involved even more? I, I don't know. Is nobody afraid of being convicted of perjury? Probably not. Well, With memory uh, loss, I think that's a hard one. And I'm and I'm sure that they How know that they're the only. That I yeah, know. exactly. But they <laughs> told they told the police something else, which is why the prosecution put them on the stand in the first place. Yeah. So they must have had some memory at some point. They probably told the the police that. Nine times out of ten, we were probably with him if this happened, yeah. but we don't <laughs> remember, remember this happening. Yeah. Because I'm like, you all, you have your group of friends that if you're going out, you yeah. know you're going to see Stooge One and Stooge Two. Yeah, I don't have Stooge friends, but okay, <laughs> tell me more about this. Well, most yeah. athletes have yeah. Stooge yeah. One yeah. and Stooge Two. Oh, I mean, I would think they remember because it was pretty unique. Uh, uh, the 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 but, occurrence, but the murder. There, there were reports. Yeah. You don't the, happen upon a murder every There night. were yeah. reports in the original case that he would shoot at people. Like yeah. he had. And issues with firearms. So, it just so again, it could be it's plausible that, that like, he shot that so many different remember. times. They're like, I don't recall this particular time. And maybe they didn't even realize that people died when at the time. Shoot into That's what I think is yeah, really They didn't issue. even realize that people may have died. They I think, shot he, tried, I think he tried going. to scare yeah. them and didn't know at the time that they had died. Okay, you guys are some really good denial... Well, no, uh, this is a denial. Just, I just like to. This is the evidence we have in front of us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I think the jury is going to see straight through this. Two people happen to not remember. But you know, and then uh, what? But the even, jury can't. Even if the jury the, sees through it, then what? There's a. There was also a forensic expert that uh, sort of went through uh, the. So they had play through. Well, the thing is, I have to go back and reread the original case because if I'm not mistaken, it wasn't the it wasn't forensics that tied him to the gun in the original murder. Oh. I could have swore it was text messages that tied him to the original. The original murder, murder. The yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It but wasn't what, the gun. Yeah, so true. In my understanding, the in my understanding, yeah. they're just saying that the the two. Uh, Ballistics are the same? Yeah, that was my understanding. So, to me, I feel like this is already a very interesting story because he's maintained his innocence the entire time and they never found the murder weapon. Well, what really did him in that I remember from the last case is there was uh, home security footage from his own house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That showed him holding something... That they like never gun, said what it yeah. was. Looked like a gun, and, and, and then he destroyed his own security system. Yeah, yeah and that's why. And it's also crazy. Yeah. Let's not and, forget that. And I think they have that's plan- not a yeah. defense to murder. And no, I'm, it's not. I'm just saying, like, I'm certain they have plans to go appeal that case. So that's why they really want to get exactly. rid of this case. So then you're only looking at one one case to get over. Yeah. You know? Well, because the appeal is already in for the original case yeah. because the fact that they've never found the murder weapon. What do you? So think- for you to try to link me to a new case for a murder weapon that y'all still don't have <laughs> is very like mind boggling. Well, but him. remember, in that old case, he had his fiance get rid of yeah. a bag. 
and and, cou- and she couldn't remember for the life yeah. of now her what she, she did should be in jail. Yeah. She's actually about to testify, I'm, like I'm, maybe tomorrow. She, maybe there's a deal. Maybe she's about to tell them where she threw this bag. Oh my gosh! Which would yeah, then that would bah, really bah, that bah. would really yeah close the door right. on everything. But yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think he's got some great defenses if he can get rid of this case in terms of, you know, yes. CTE and, you know, whether these concussions take place. You the, have got to be kidding me. A, anything that might mitigate a life sentence, you, you're going to have to throw at the wall. And I think he might have some really good, um, some good arguments there. <gasps> How long did he play football? I don't uh, know. Well, his entire life up until yeah. the point. So, you know. So now we're going, I mean, whoa. I mean, I have a lot of compassion for these people that have serious concussion and this CTE, I think it's a real thing and I think the NFL should take it more seriously and I would not let any child of mine be playing football under the current rules and yet it doesn't seem to me to be an excuse to murder, but nice try. Well, oh, we, I don't. We don't think. At least I can only speak yeah. for myself. I don't think this is a defense to murder. I just think that they're trying to link something that is at huge a heart, a, a very, very like long shot. No, I just think when they go back to the original case, they might have defenses they can raise or maybe be able to introduce in the future, depending well, so, on what the judge but decides. But the, the link, the link, the, as I understand it, is that Aaron Hernandez killed Odin Lloyd yeah. because mm-hmm. Odin Lloyd was a witness to this double murder. And he was afraid that he was going to... See, now, I thought it was some missing money. I really have to go back. And that's what I... I'm, I made a note to self to go back and read the original story because yeah. I legit could not remember yeah, all the facts. it's been a couple of years. It's been yeah. a few years. Yeah. And but I was like, I could have swore it was over some money and an argument. But there is yeah, some they, overlap. Because they were friends They were friends at one, friends yeah, at one yeah. point. Well, with... Odin Lloyd was dating uh, Aaron Hernandez's fiance's sister. 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 sister, yeah. Yeah. So it was really And then there was the some, family. like, domestic violence between Otis and the sister-in-law. Like, it was a very, like, that whole case tangled was very, very tangled yeah. and, like, really confusing as to what really actually happened the day of the murder. Mm. But this jury is not going to hear about the no, other murder. but so any, anybody who has followed either sports or, you know, pays well, attention to the news. But that was jury selection. No, 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 yeah. but I'm like, they. There, it's not hard to remember. So, I would be like, shocked if no one in that jury that knew he's that he's, a, yeah, a convicted murderer. They know he's in jail. I was wondering that. They know he's in jail. I don't yeah. know. It depends. Like, if someone people. said his name to me and I was a juror, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. And I think there are plenty of other people who Here's, would. I, I, look like, I look at it like this. It only takes one juror to know. Yeah. For and the then rest of them. of them to know. Yeah. And unfortunately, like, you can't judge the, you can't be upset at the jury for, you know, having yeah, the conversation, conversation about of, it. Oh, you do know. <laughs> in, even though it's not presented in Or just be court. like, is this the Aaron Hernandez yes. that I've been hearing yes. about? Yeah. Yes, yes. Hmm, okay, we will be following that story because that's going to be interesting. All right. And, and then now. my next question, sorry. Oh, please. How are they going to talk about the fact that it's linked to this other they're case not. without being able to say that he's locked it, up for yeah. this other murder? They're, I think they're, they have they, to keep them separate. Yeah. They, there's, there's text messages and conversations about the other murder. That are going to get excluded? That, they, that the judge excluded Okay, them. okay. Because, you know, if it's stuff. more prejudicial than probative, yeah. Yeah. then you're going to keep it out, even if it's true. Still just trying so, to figure yeah. out how they're linking The standard of, two, yeah. of relevance. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, so for those listening out there, that's why sometimes things get in and things don't get in. Right. It's always been <laughs> interesting. Spent a long time in that in law school. Because well, that was always times. one of those rules that was, you know. Very uh, ambiguous, if you ask yeah. me. It's like, uh, and so, so something that's completely true may not enter in. It might seem completely relevant, but it might just prejudice the jury so much that you can't get a fair trial. Yeah. Alrighty. Now, speaking of fair, do we think a $97 million settlement for the city of Flint is fair? 
Well, well I, yeah. I believe I believe that this amount isn't arbitrary. Like half for of the, the majority of the money is how much it's going to actually cost eighty-seven for them to, yeah, to replace and, the pipes. And all they're doing is we on if we know anything about a tiny bit of construction, you may start a project with one price, and before you know it, you get an invoice like oh. Yeah, need another exactly, part. Yeah. And so I think they were just trying to be realistic and saying, hey, it may take more, it may take less, but let's put this extra money aside just in case it's needed. Yeah. Which I thought was a really good gesture on their part to be like, we know that it this wasn't is a, a nice gesture. Well, the judge, well, I know, this, but you mean, but I, I like that the this, judge took this, this, and this, and 90, this 90 million is going to cover the cost of to redo the, the water system. Th- so, so, this has nothing to do with um, no. compensating the, the no. 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 no, and which is why, which is why. That, that okay, it sounds great. Judge approves ninety-seven million dollar settlement. Why the heck did a judge have to approve it? Why did it go to a judge? Why that, did the city yeah. do this in the first place? Yeah, I, I did think it was a little bit late in coming. I was like, wait, I thought this was already. Why you know. does a judge need to say this? I mean, the city couldn't have taken it upon itself. Appa- I mean, apparently. the fact that it didn't and couldn't and it needed a judge. I mean, I guess well, thankfully there apparently was apparently they couldn't get approval for the process, and yeah. then it turned into a media frenzy, and, and then the person got fired, and then. It just was kind of like the interim. Purpose. And the judge has to approve a settlement in, ter- like in terms of no one being able to sue the city to replace the pipes if there's not a legal document that says this is what we're doing. Yeah. Okay, fine. The other part about this that like annoys me, tell me if this is a fair thing to be annoyed yeah. at, is the fact that this settlement assumes that it's going to take three years to fix these dang pipes. Have you seen the construction of Wilshire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when you open your faucet... Construction takes forever. I just... You guys, and they're, 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 they're digging up the city pipes underground and replacing, like, miles and miles of pipes. I... Listen, do you think if this were Beverly Hills, it would take three years? Yes, I think it Maybe might two take and ten. Half, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think they would have... I just feel like construction takes for that. That I can't speak to. I, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think it takes know. a long time. Yeah. It's difficult. You're this going has under, already been going on You're... for years. No, I agree. No, no, like, I mean, it's it's just, this just started right away, but... Like, it's yeah. been, what, a good year? Yeah. And, okay, yeah. and, and now it's going to take three years to fix? Yeah. The other problem is that the residents wanted bottled water. This was interesting. And yeah. they're like, mm, no, we'll come around and make sure your filters are working. Yeah. Yeah, they said it would be too um, costly to provide bottled water, which I thought was... Come well, on, no, right. but no. On, on the order that you would need to provide it for, what, the next three years, it, it could be costly. And, and the city does need to make sure they have emergency health services. But the, the city could have gone out to Dasani or Aquafina and said, and wait hey, to give them a shout-out on our show. What, I'm just saying, you could have gone <laughs> to any bottled water company I, and said, would you provide some well, well, no, but that's my, happening. That's, so it is happening, that is happening, but it's like, you, the city could have done that, you know? Like, yeah. this actually happened not the goodness of people's hearts. Are, are the filters functioning? Some of them. Yeah, they and, say. and the filters are working so they and say. it's cost effective. I think it's, it's a good solution. There was a Dateline but. special of somebody <laughs> flipping it on and it was just murky and I was like... <laughs> well, the look does not that. necessarily tell Boil you about the, the safety water. of it. Boil Lisa, <laughs> you sound like the mayor. Yes. <laughs> you do. You really Thank do. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then that what he said? He was like, because you know you saw on the expose, you saw all this like crusty water coming out and the mayor was like, that doesn't mean that it's... I was like, you can't judge the water by the look. I would not yeah. drink that. If I were thirsty enough. No. Um, but, Is no, there but, any orange juice? <laughs> but I believe the, the federal government, didn't they set aside also a fund for Flint as well? I think so. I think so. they're only yeah. kicking in about $30 million of like a $100 million mm-hmm. fund. So there's still money to be used. Raised, or, yeah. So. Okay. For some reason, this just doesn't feel like justice. It feels like justice delayed, justice denied, and I'm yeah. just so annoyed. I mean, I like that it's so happened, long. though. Yeah, I like that yeah. it's... 
It's in okay. place, and hopefully they'll move expeditiously, and there's no hiccups on the way. Speaking of moving expeditiously, remember Laquan McDonald? He was the young Chicago guy that was killed in 2014. 2014. I just feel like this happened so long ago. October of 2014. Yeah. Nothing happened on this case until finally they released the video because of public demand. Mm -hmm. And then, what do you know, the officer involved in the shooting, Van Dyke, gets um, indicted. And now there's been some counts added. Yep. So we're, we're two and a half years later, mm -hmm. and counts are being added, 16 counts of aggravated battery with a firearm to the first degree. And first oh, degree added murder. that to yeah. the first degree yeah. murder charges. Okay, I was going to okay. say, yeah. like, wait Why? a minute. Well, I, I think this what? is genius. What is this? I, I think that a defense for a police officer who has shot someone is really easy to... Get off. Um, get over, overcome yeah, the burden on first-degree murder, yeah. which we've seen so many others get off on. Yeah. I think um, this prosecutor decided, hey, I'm going to be a little bit more crafty in how I present this. And I, I honestly think this officer will this officer will go to jail. But so are there, are there no intermediate charges between the aggravated battery and the... First degree murder. There's no, um, you know, there's, there's, there's no um, second degree murder. Reckless endangerment. I mean, yes. there's not, there is a reckless endangerment, and there's, there's also 23 a counts, federal felony counts now. Six counts of first degree murder. Six counts. There has to be like a voluntary one manslaughter. One count of official misconduct, and now 16 aggravated battery counts. Well, the, the, problem with, the problem with the first degree show. murder, and the, well, even the ones that are lesser included. Like, you know, heat of passion. That's no, actually... No, but, but I'm thinking even just a, a voluntary a manslaughter charge or... Those are just so hard to prove with police officers because they are afforded they so this idea discussion. of... We, you Reasonableness have to, we give, yeah. of, of your fear yeah. for yeah. life. Intense and that's Very intense air quotes going on right now. But honestly, like, this is why I really appreciated this prosecutor adding in the aggravated battery because his whole point was he didn't need to shoot at him that many times because he had already gone down. Yeah. And so what his his thought process is, after the first shot took him down, because he was shot 17 times, the other 16 <laughs> were really aggravated. Mm -hmm. And so that's what he said he went outside of his discretion as yeah. an officer. And it's going to Which really... I, I was like clapping, screaming yeah, course, when I cause... read this story because I finally feel like finally a prosecutor has gotten it. And that really underscores to the jury the the egregiousness of the crime. Yeah. You yes. know, so. Yes. All right. I, I, can't, I still I, can't believe they sh he shot him 17 times. 17 times. And, and he went down with the first bullet. Yeah. This, I, I have a feeling justice will be served in this Me one. Too. Because yeah. of that. Yeah. When it happens, yeah. Because champagne. of the lesser charges. Yes. yes. Yeah. Champagne. I... I don't know. It's hard to like be so I excited. Sell, and then, like, yes, yeah. I, I want to be excited sad, about this just because like, because here's my issue. I feel like so many prosecutors have taken it easy on these officers, and I can understand rightfully so because they work with them on a day to day. Yeah. Um, a lot of special prosecutors haven't actually been brought in outside of these districts, and they so, want a high conviction. And rate. they want a high conviction rate, and so um, I'm I'm just really excited to see that someone is really stepping up and going to. Um, provide some sort of justice to these individuals. Especially yeah. in the Sessions era of, uh, <laughs> right. of, well, I'm, I'm of curious, a DOJ that is going to... I'm curious what's going to happen. And even even if he is held accountable, I'm curious as to what's going to happen in the penalty phase. It, so is any sentencing going to be kind of reduced or minimized by the fact that he is an officer, that you so do that's, have to that's make the these interesting quick part. Choices. They won't be minimized after the... After the, the so from my, from my reading... They won't be minimized because he should not have shot him outside of him going down. And even the question of whether he should have shot him, because 
Wasn't he running like, and away? Two separate, yeah. yeah, they're two separate questions. Yeah. So this this guy's going down. I can't wait to see. I'm always skeptical. <laughs> I'm trying well, yeah. so hard yeah. to be optimistic yeah. that there really truly is justice but this in one, America. Yeah, this one was so I'm very skeptical. Yeah, it was so it, it was such an outcry, and you know he was charged pretty immediately after the tape was released. And so I, I think adding these charges kind of speaks well for the way it'll go. But I do feel like these tapes should be released right away. It bothers me that it's it's such a fight to just get the tapes released. Yeah. And well, the, we isn't were, the city of Chicago? I'm not sure if it's Chicago, but I thought the city of Chicago was actually um, trying to institute certain laws to remove the uh, now impediment to reduce the to reduce the release of of, mm-hmm. of oh. these oh. Uh, these FOIA requests or requests for yeah, video tapes. It's not even they just were actually, Chicago. Mm-hmm. A, a, a few. Yeah. Well, a, a few had actually made moves to make it easier to get the tapes, and then, oh, but but I, now it's we're in this interesting era where now they don't really have to comply or do mm-hmm. that anymore. Uh-huh. If not, if they don't want to, I, I, just I think remember, they were being pushed by the um, the DOJ before under Holder. Yeah. I just remember some jurisdictions in, introducing legislation that would mm-hmm. make it more difficult yeah. for these videos to be released for fear of prejudicing the the officer and harming mm-hmm. and yeah. harming his kind of credibility. Yeah. This is true. Okay, and then in, you know, this is less great news, but I mean, I guess. It took a trial, an internal trial, for police officer Richard Haste to quit his job as an NYPD officer once he was found guilty on all accounts and recommended that his employment be terminated for his shooting of unarmed teenager Romarley Graham in 2012. Yeah, let's say that again, 2012. Yeah. And he just resigned Sunday. That, to me, is just ridiculous. Yeah, so yay that he's gone. But again, when it takes so long, you lose faith in the justice Mm -hmm. system. Was was his resignation based off of uh, a newly released tape? No, he he was found guilty of this internal... Internal disciplinary trial. So so the internal investigation took took five years? Yeah, and so before he could be fired, he decided to resign. So my question was, when when I read this, was I wanted to figure out how old he was because to me it sounded like a pension issue. Yeah. Oh. That's like the first thing that came to my mind, but I couldn't. So you thought that they couldn't find out how you thought that they the NYPD was trying to let him stay on long enough to where he would qualify for a pension. Yeah. (gasps) Ooh, Mm. that's smart thinking, and evil. Um, But so you know, this officer had told investigators that Graham had his hand in his waistband. Of course, they never found a weapon, and he had fired one round that hit him in the chest. Somehow he's not in jail. Nope. Yeah. And he because was, he actually was never formally charged with criminal. Yeah, charges. they said they didn't have enough evidence. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I was just trying to figure out how this internal investigation found him guilty, but there was not enough evidence to yeah. bring it to trial. Well, I mean, obviously they're not necessarily governed by the rules. Right, of, right, you know, right. But but it just seems like think. to me that police officers have such a code of like we're gonna we're gonna stick yeah. with you and we believe you know your. Version of your events. version of yeah. events. So yeah. it was interesting to me for his own peers to find him guilty. Yeah, and, and this and this guy was shot in his own bathroom. Yeah. So that after they pursued him into his own bathroom, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Really sad. It just another sad story. But this you're one, not even safe police. in your bathroom. Yeah. I know, that is terrible. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of this, Memphis's first female police officer killed in the line of duty had her um, murderer sentenced recently to 40 years in prison. It was 25-year-old Trevino Campbell that was sentenced for 25 years for second-degree murder in the 2012 shooting 
Look how long these things take. But that's like a trial. It's like yeah, a real. That's like a real trial. legal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the officer's name was Martoya Lang. She was a 32-year-old mother of four. Campbell was also sentenced um, to another eight years for attempted second-degree murder, six additional years for using a firearm while committing a felony, and one more year on a marijuana count. That part is ridiculous to me, but okay, whatever. Um, so it wasn't really 40 years for killing her. It was more like 25 years for killing her. 25 years sounds pretty standard. For felony murder. Um, anybody surprised or disappointed or had well, any interesting thoughts on so, this one? Well, yeah. I mean, he, so this well, officer was killed. going to be eligible for parole in, what, 10? Well, the officer was killed 12? when the officers rushed into Campbell's home to serve a warrant on someone that wasn't there. Yeah. That was the whole defense in the first place. Yeah. Is that she was part of a team that was going to execute a search warrant. And the whole and his defense was, I was so rattled, I was scared, I was afraid I was being robbed. I, I, which to, to me, I totally, like, low-key, like, kind of understood yeah, his defense. Because I was like, from. that's, like, really kind of scared. Can, like, I couldn't imagine people rushing yeah. to my home because mm-hmm. your sensor is so on overload. They yeah. may have said it, but you're still, like, in that shock mode. Yeah. So I understood why he only got and they don't 25. And like, they don't come in like, oh, by the way, we are here with a... It's no nice yeah, knock. It's not like, it's a, like yeah. a, those big black things, <laughs> and it's like, boom. Yeah. And, but they, so they, but they, did they identify themselves? That's what they said. They said they did. He but says he they did says not. That he, didn't, yeah. he didn't hear them identify uh, themselves. And it, it was six he of them at Rustin. Like, yeah, so he like, said he just heard the commotion. <laughs> so to me, I, I'm not quite sure if justice was served here. Yeah, I mean, this guy says I didn't, he, Trevino Campbell uh, at sentencing says he didn't mean for this to happen, that he's not a bad person. This is I a nightmare don't, I don't for him. No, no criminal record. And, mm-hmm. uh, That's true. And again, they were there to serve someone who wasn't there. It wasn't him. So, and, well, and, no and then my record. question was, what was the link between the person that should yeah. have been at the house and this character? Because I was like, well, if this was like, you know, maybe some improper relationship, maybe some drugs, or, yeah. you know, I don't know. Th- th- this then to I me was like, rec- well, why was this person supposed to be at your house yeah. in the first place? Like, what, what was the relationship? Um, you know, they always say, so like... this guy wasn't a guy who went out to try and kill a police officer. Right, right, right. And I think that's what the story kind of got... To me, when you first read the headline, like, officer, killer... And then, and yeah. do you think that sentenced. it made a difference, the fact that this was a Memphis's first female officer, that that played into whether he was oh, convicted sure. and whether he was given I think, more time? I think, so. I think either way, police officer. I think they were going to go was, for him. This was Memphis's first female officer, or Memphis's first female officer who was killed? Killed in the line of duty. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you were like, wait Yeah, I was like, yeah. no, let me hear <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, I mean, I, 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 think it's, it's, yeah. I think it's, uh, to the extent that there was a confusion or he, or he didn't hear it, I think it's unfortunate that he doesn't get the same benefit of the doubt that, for example, an officer it's, gets yeah. when yeah. they... Uh, that their you know, life is in a, fear. That yeah. is a really good point. That is a really, really what good What did the, point. the judge said? Um, Mr. Campbell just randomly starts shooting his gun. Mr. Campbell had ample opportunity to make decisions. So it, it seems like the judge understands that this guy was shooting his gun in random abject <laughs> fear. So I, I don't understand, again, why that random abject fear of his life being lost doesn't kind of protect him in some way. Particularly when it's happening in the home, because all of us know that in, 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 in criminal law, you know, you do have just, certain additional protections yeah. in your home. You know, home stand your ground yeah. in yeah. states, yeah. Right, when someone's intruding to your, into this your home. This would have been very interesting if this was a stand your ground state, and how yeah. this how this would have kind of... Oh, that um, would have been... I'm yeah, this would have been really, really I think interesting. Law, I think law enforcement no, is law, shielded. No, but that's the yeah. thing, though. Law enforcement is shielded from the stand your ground, but yeah. if I'm in my home and I know I have a right to protect myself and I go then on the shoot, 
my, you have to take my mindset into right, account. Right, you have to take my mindset into account. Yeah. So it's kind of very, very interesting. So I would honestly like to see him, his um, his attorney appeal this. I think just because yeah. I feel like I feel like given the circumstances, I just don't know if. And I, I think he might have some good chance of success in the appeal because just the way that Beasley says you randomly started shooting that almost speaks to your kind of mental, mental state. state at the time. So. Will be interesting to see if that happens. All right, we actually have time to cover a story that we've been meaning to cover before. This one, uh, a Canadian judge resigns after he asked a rape victim, "Why didn't you just press your knees together?" I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I purposely I wanted the awkward silence to be like, who's going to react to this one? Well, this, this this actually reminds me. I don't know if you guys saw the the Don the Don Lemon segment where one of I think one of the Cosby accusers perhaps uh, was speaking about being you know violated or forced to do fellatio and and he, he was basically as a newscaster on live television. Why didn't you bite it or something? Well, because I'm like, like, to, to me that was hard one. Like, yeah. this, how do you force <laughs> someone to give you head? Like I just don't. I just. I guys, I'm trying so hard not to laugh because like that's this is yeah, that's these sad, are awful issues. It's, it's awful, but I'm just like I don't see how someone can force. But, like there's but, no gut. There was no weapons. But, but people do have these these well, but thoughts that yeah, you see, you can you can squeeze your knees and, and there wasn't there one senator who said. Aren't there ways to shut that whole a woman that got pregnant off of a rape? And he said, "Aren't, aren't there ways to shut that whole thing down? Yeah. If it's if it is rape, you can't it, have the child." Like yeah. there are people who think these these types of things, and here we go again. And, and, and this yeah. victim was 19 years old, and he asked her, "Why didn't she keep her knees together?" And then also asked her why she didn't skew her pelvis to avoid penetration. You know, these are issues you're, I think that you're not speaking everyone... for all mankind right well, now, no, Shaka. I, I, yeah, and I think to some degree <laughs> that there are certain issues we necessarily don't understand. It, to, um, to me, it sounds like maybe he does think maybe this has happened to him before. He's oh, I've tried to force myself on somebody, and she and she moved her pelvis and she squeezed her knees, and I couldn't I couldn't do what I was trying to do. Well, this is that's not how funny. I read that. This is not funny. no, but I think that speaks a little bit to male privilege and why we have to do more to to reach out to you know females and back and forth and find out these issues because this one's a little bit more egregious but there are incidents of rape and date rape that I think you know as males we don't quite understand so it it's and the onus is on us to really he's essentially victim blaming yeah no, no they're, he's they're, essentially victim but blaming when he, yeah. well he said the judge said about himself that he had an unconscious bias yeah of course of what right. as a male there's an unconscious bias there's an idea I that think, I do think when it that, comes to rape that men generally have like an unconscious bias like you, that it can happen and, and there, yeah. There, yeah there's some idea that especially if you're not like a violent rapist criminal. Yeah. So there's an idea that if a woman is going to be raped that she could somehow stop it because it's a matter of like, you know, very it's a typical matter. So you think she can move enough or do enough to stop it. And right. Just, I remember reading uh, yeah. a case in college where a woman said no after she had already like initiated sex yeah. and she said it was rape after and the accuser was really confused he was like but like five minutes before that she was really like into it and yes she did say no but I thought it was like a game Oh. And so, and so, I think there have. Dis- I mean, this is more egregious than that. Wait, but yeah, right, right, right. But they, we have these discrete issues that you know require some sort of communal understanding and talks like this that hopefully. This help. this was an interesting um, statement by the judge during that that 
trial, he said, quote, I want to tell your, I want you to tell your friends, this is what he said to the perpetrator, I want you to tell your friends, your male friends, that they have to be far more gentle with women. They have to be far more patient, and they have to be very careful to protect themselves. They have to be very careful. You know, to, I don't necessarily disagree with his statement. It's a, the judge is probably someone who would never even think of raping someone. Yes. So that's why his mindset's like, oh, you know, if I were to rape someone, I would just be holding them. But the them, fact that he know, says to protect like, themselves, they have to that the guys should protect themselves. Because, from I, because right, because you don't want there to be some mistake. Mis- 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 and that, I think where he's thinking this, that she this wants case it in terms was of about him thinking it was a good idea, and her saying yeah. no. The judge is just a really nice person who doesn't understand the nature so of rape. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's what I think. It's he's never together. seen Lifetime. Exactly, he doesn't really understand. Okay, so I mean, at least he it said with a Canadian judge, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> right. Things are nicer up there. But <laughs> and they, yeah, and he actually resigned. He said, yeah. "Oh, I don't understand." So Most American I, 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 judges will still be on the bench. Oh, like, holding I on wish to power. Would. That's yeah. exactly true. So I think he realized. So I do oh, think he was yeah. very. I think he was very remorseful of his of what he said. I think he generally like didn't mean malice in his intent yeah. in saying it um, and I just think it was really unfortunate and I think it goes back to what you were saying Chaka about needing some type of training yeah. um, because uh, I don't think he, he meant any and I harm. think I think you know when we look at like the Brock Turner judge I think the judiciary needs certain sensitivity training especially when it comes to issues whether it's minority issues or uh, minorities of all kinds females yeah. blacks everyone yeah. and so there yeah. needs to be some sort of training to cross those yeah. lines amongst police yes. But, you know, we'll see what the DOJ does. <laughs> I <always laughs> right. Go, but that's I a good place but, to hang your hat. But, right? I mean, that's a good place to start. But, you know, so hopefully, I, I don't think it'll ever happen with this DOJ. But I think that kind of training nationally is needed for our, our entire, entire system. Entire yeah. system. I think you're right. All right. Let's leave off on a note of agreement. <laughs> I like it. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everybody, for watching. If you want to like, comment, what are subscribe. Other fun, subscribe. That's a fun All thing to do. Yeah. Uh, tweet at us. Me. I'm at Chelsea Galicia. Go at Dominique P underscore ESQ. I'm at Ayamiams on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Shaka Strong on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And make sure to come back next week for another episode of Justice is Served. See you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.